the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Despite our best intentions, we all get offended at times. It might be over small things like a parking space at church or, or big things like betrayal. In Luke 17, 1, Jesus said this to his disciples. He said, it is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do come. Jesus is saying you are kidding yourself if you think you could live your life without anyone ever upsetting you. Conflicts will come, but it's how we handle them that makes all the difference. Jesus goes on to say, if your brother sins against you, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. If someone wrongs you, do not pretend it did not happen. Have the courage to graciously and lovingly address it. I'm not talking about keeping score over every little misstep and mishap, but I am saying instead of just talking about the person, talk to the person. If they're willing to make healthy adjustments, let it go and move on. Conflicts are inevitable, but they not only reveal who others are, they also reveal who we really are. For more, go to gracechurchva.org and as always, live big. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue our previous message. So the disciples asked Jesus, what does this parable mean? Like everyone else, disciples didn't get it at first. You will not always get it the first time you hear it. You will not always get it in that instant. You're not that smart. Don't be so proud. When you're dealing with God, this is a mind beyond minds. This is intelligence beyond intelligence. It's it's, it's unfathomable, the brilliance of God. And you with your peeny brain think you're going to get it every time. Just like that. So the disciples who had been following him heard everything that everyone else heard. And then they get Jesus alone. Like, Jesus, what does this parable mean? So like everyone else, they didn't get it at first. But this is the whole point of the narrative. This is why we have the story next to the parable. Because unless you're willing to personally come to Jesus, you will never understand his ways. Unless you lean in, you won't get it. And then he said, not to those who casually hear and walk away, but to you. Those who came close. Those who are willing to pursue until they understand. 
To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the golden apples of the kingdom of God. So we don't know because we're smart. We know because God made it possible, and watch this, and because it has been given. You see, people in the world get theirs from their God. There's some things we can learn from people in the world. They're going to get theirs. But what I've learned from them is I'm going to get mine from my God. Because my Bible says you will seek and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. Half-hearted approaches will not get full-orbed solutions to issues in life. But to the rest, I don't want to be like the rest, not understanding, walking away, shaking my head. What was all that about? But to the rest, it's giving in parables. This book will remain a mystery to many, not because God's unwilling to reveal it, but because many of us are not hungry enough to pursue it. I am preaching good to somebody in this room. If you really want God, your last name must be hungry and your first always. You got to go after this thing. And for the married folks, if you really want that thing, your last name needs to be hungry and your first name always. Because you're going to have to pursue to get. And he said, it's given in parables for a reason, that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Have you ever had an impasse or a conflict with someone who didn't really want to understand where you were coming from? They just wanted to be right. Real confidence is not always being right. But the willingness to admit, I might have got it wrong. Be confident enough to say, honey, I might have got it wrong. Child, I might have got it wrong. That's confidence. And because they asked, because they lingered and stayed around, didn't just walk away and say, well, I thought he was a better preacher than that. Because they lingered, Jesus said, now, because of what you just did, the parable is this. You get this key, the whole thing opens up. He says, the seed is the word. Now, I get criticized to this day. Why are you always in the Bible? Why? why? Just tell them some story. Talk more about your life and, and what you're doing. Make them follow you. The seed is the word of God. The seed is not Derek Greer, not Yeremitu Greer, David DJ Greer. The seed is the word of God. That's where the life comes. Criticize if you want. I'm going to stay at it and keep plowing my line straight until Jesus comes. So people wonder why we keep growing when everyone else is shrinking. Well, the mystery is this. 
The seed is not the preacher humming. The seed is not the piano playing. The seed is not the shine of the building. The seed is the word of God. So, in the, in the parable, when, when Jesus said that, you all of a sudden understand there, there was only one constant. It was the seed. The same seed on different soils. God's word doesn't change, but the soils are in different condition. So the problem is not with God's word, but with the soil in that particular area of your life. So stop, stop blaming God for things you have power, but you refuse to change. And she said, those by the wayside, those along the pathway, those are the people whose hearts have been hardened by the steps of people. Cynicism. Skepticism that sets in because you've been run over by life. But what Jesus is teaching us is in God's kingdom, you can't let hard lessons harden you. You will never be able to protect your heart acting like you don't have one. (laughs) But Jesus is about to teach us something here. God has a plan for your pain. He does. Having a baby hurts, but God has a plan for your your pain. But watch this. But so does the devil. But so does the devil. So be careful. He said, those by the wayside are the ones who, who hear than the devil. Let me say it again. The devil has a plan for your pain. Just like God has a plan for your pain, the devil has a strategy and a scheme for your pain. Those by the wayside or the pathway are the ones who hear, but then the devil comes. And when you've been burnt over and over and over and over and over, it's easy, but it's lazy to think that indifference will protect you in the future. All a bitter heart does is rob the owner and close the door on God's help. God can heal a broken heart, but you have to be humble enough to bring it to him. If you get so hard that I'm going to handle this, I'm going to lock myself in here. It's not that God don't want to help you. He can't help you because you closed the door. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you soften up and let me in, I'll come in and fix the thing. But you got to open, open up. Then the devil comes. The devil can only work with what you give him. And takes away the word out of their hearts. Because of our hard hearts, no matter who says it, how well it says, it said God's word will not penetrate to grow roots and make a difference if your heart is hard. 
lest they should believe and be saved. I know you've been walked on. I know you've been lied to. I know you have been cheated on. But denying the truth never changes the facts. This first category is heart so hard, the seed never penetrates. And life will make you hard. And realize that when you become that way, it's a setup from the devil. Because he's trying to rob you from the fruitfulness and the productiveness that could be yours. If you would just soften up on the inside. You ever heard of hardened arteries? Just like a hard spiritual heart will keep you in death, a hard physical heart will kill you. If a heart isn't tender enough to expand and contract with every pump, if it doesn't remain flexible and gets rigid, you die. And many of us, we're rigid in life. I'm not moving, I'm standing. Let no one in, you stand out, and I'm locked in. Don't mess with me, don't touch me, and I'm not moving. And you're dying. Pumping, there's no flexibility to go in and out, up and down, up and down, up and down. You're going to just stay where you are. But the ones on the rock, this is the limestone just inches beneath the blade, which is invisible to everybody else on the farm. Are those when they hear, receive the word with joy. It's when we get excited until God starts talking about some cause. You see, everything in life of value will eventually cost you something. One thing I found out about life is it will also test you to find out how much you want it and you're willing to pay for that thing you say you want. So they're excited at first, but the issue is their root system. And these have no roots. You wouldn't know it to look at them because they look just as good as every other plant on the outside. They make beautiful statements, but when push comes to shove, it's all talk. It's all conversation. You see, it's the deep roots that get us through dry season. It's the cold winter that make the orange sweet. They believe for a while. And in time of, Matthew says, persecution, Luke says, testing. Here's what I know. Pay attention. The truth will set you free. But only after it makes you mad. I'm not going to get no hallelujahs or amen on that. My pastor used to say to me, if you cannot be tested, you cannot be trusted. But when the root is deep, there's no fear of the wind. 14. Now, the ones that fell amongst the thorns, it's the third group, or the third area in our life, are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked by cares, riches, and pleasures of life. So this group, their soil is fertile. You receive God's word and you grow a little bit. The problem is you keep letting other priorities choke out 
the things of God. It's been said, if you want to destroy a person's vision, give them a second vision. So they grow, but they never harvest. They're forever growing, but there's no real result. And they bring no fruit to what? Maturity. Why? Because they keep getting distracted on the way to harvest. Family. Money. Quest for more comfort. Saps all our heart's energy. I have found in my journey that when you start moving in the purposes of God in the area of your life, 10 opportunities suddenly show up to steal your focus and to distract you from that assignment. So if he can't stop you, he will distract you. Pay attention. Yeah. If he can't stop you, he will distract you. So he might not be able to stop you from coming to church, but when you get here, you're thinking about that lady in front of you with, with the strange shoes on or whatever, and you are distracted the whole time. He couldn't stop you, but he did distract you. Say with me, focus, 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 yeah. That there's power in focus. But, but the ones that fell on the ground, the good ground, the good ground, are those who, having heard the word, with a noble and good heart. So Jesus gave the first key, and it was, uh, the seed is the word of God. But here he gives the second key, the soil represents the heart. The ones that fell on good ground are those having heard the word with a noble and good what? Heart. There's a reason that God placed our hearts just a little bit to the left because they're not always right. I only trust my heart when I'm trusting God. But the ones that fell on the good ground, I'm almost there, I'm going to end with this verse, are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good, watch this, heart, you will seek and find me when you search for me with all your heart. heart. I have made millions of half-hearted queries and called it prayer. I checked the box, but God was not moved. God was not impressed, and there were no results. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. Sometimes God doesn't change the situation because he's really trying to change your heart. But watch this next verb. And keep it, speaking of the seed, keep the seed, which is God's word. They don't just think about it. They get about it and they hold on to it. These folks are like, you really, in, 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 in this, this, this room, you hold on to God's promises through thick and thin. You recognize the problem's not the seed, it's maybe this hard area in my life. Maybe it's some, some, you know, we, 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 we you know, in our own sight, in our own eyes, you know, the Bible says, um, uh, all the ways of man seem right in his own sight, but in the end, it's the way of death. 
Some things are obvious, like some hardness is obvious. You know, that's a path, that's a path. But some areas of hardness are not so obvious. You have to kind of look beneath the surface a little bit. And sometimes we have such a casual relationship with God, we don't really dig deep enough. Say, Lord, you know, you really, the real issue, no, I don't look like the path. I don't look like the rest of the world and, and all the stuff, people that is uh, it's obvious with them. My issues aren't obvious. Mine are underneath. And there's a hardness. I stop trying because I'm trying to protect myself. I stop loving because I don't want to get hurt again. And there's a hardness no one could see because outwardly I kind of do the right things. I know better. But deep down inside where roots are supposed to grow, there's a hardness that stops my maturity. And then there's this other group. You start growing and, and you even deal with some of the hardness you can't see. And, and you're a full functioning disciple of Jesus Christ. But then other stuff. What he said and she said, it's irrelevant. You know what? I, I, I got to do this and make God's blessed you with money. Now, now you use your boat on Sunday instead of on Saturday and you're not in church anymore. But God got you the boat. And, but now other things, other things. God gave you the business. But now you got to work every day of the week on Sunday, not only abusing God, but your family. But other things choke it. And this is this is the most deceptive. And this is where most of us are. It's, you know, Lord, I want to do this, but. And the but is somewhat reasonable. Of course, you got to make a living. Of course, you got to take care of the family. But seek first the kingdom and all those other things shall fall into order and shall be given to you. But seek God first, second, third. So what I've learned to do is I seek God, but then I seek God in my family. I seek God first at my job. I seek God first in my friendships, relationships, my speech, and my health. I seek him first in everything I, I do. He said, those with a noble and good heart, keep it. Keep it. Keep it. And bear fruit. Now watch this next ugly word. It's an ugly word. It's probably the ugliest word in the Bible. With patience can't stand that word oh how I'd wish God didn't require that word but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace patience it takes the Holy Spirit to give you the patience you need to bear fruit in that area in your flesh you will walk away the Holy Spirit will give you the endurance, the patience to stand up unread as long as you have to until you bear fruit. And bear fruit with patience. Jesus is prophesying that you will have to hang in there through the heat, the rain, even some pain. But I want you to be encouraged this morning. God only plants seeds in dirty places. 
So don't try to clean up first. Just prepare your heart. Soften your heart. Grow some roots. Go a little bit deeper. Stop getting so easily distracted by people on the left, people on the right, things on the left, things on the right. And you will see God's promises in your life. How many of y'all got something out of the Word of God today? You've been listening to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's Word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. Despite our best intentions, we all get offended at times. It might be over small things like a parking space at church or, or big things like betrayal. In Luke 17, 1, Jesus said this to his disciples. He said, it is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do come. Jesus is saying you are kidding yourself if you think you could live your life without anyone ever upsetting you. Conflicts will come, but it's how we handle them that makes all the difference. Jesus goes on to say, if your brother sins against you, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. If someone wrongs you, do not pretend it did not happen. Have the courage to graciously and lovingly address it. I'm not talking about keeping score over every little misstep and mishap, but I am saying instead of just talking about the person, talk to the person. If they're willing to make healthy adjustments, let it go and move on. Conflicts are inevitable, but they not only reveal who others are, they also reveal who we really are. For more, go to gracechurchva.org and as always, live big. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.